We are reading the Nothing to See Here Hotel. Chapter 1 Not all old ladies are nice. Let's talk about grandmas. In storybooks, grandmas or grannies or nannies are sweet and short dumplings of fun that give you extra pocket money when your mum and dad aren't looking and need to be rescued from the occasional big bad wolf. But this isn't a storybook. This is really real life. And my grandma isn't anything like that. My granny would terrify the big bad wolf. She'd beat him to a pulp. She'd gulp him down, chewing and slobbering as she did so, and belch out his bones before breakfast. Oh, I should probably tell you. My granny is a troll, a mean one. Chapter 2 Phew! Now I've told you the truth about my granny. The rest of what I'm about to do, tell you won't sound quite so bonkers. My name is Frankie, by the way. Frankie Bannister. Hello! I know you're probably already thinking that I've had my brain scrambled or I'm loop-de-loop crazy. A troll for a granny? But we've only just started. Keep reading and I'll explain everything, I swear. You'll begin to believe me in no time. My granny really is a hulking, stinky, great troll. And not a single word of what I'm about to tell you is a lie. Go on, just a few more pages. Ready? Here we go. My Granny the Troll About a hundred years ago, back in the golden days when people wore tall hats and everything was in black and white, my great-great-great-granddad, Abraham Bannister, went for his usual morning walk along the beach. And POW! He changed the history of our family forever. Right out at the far end of the seafront, near the rocks, my gramps spotted something very strange. Something very strange and very large. According to my dad, Grandad Abraham was a collector of rare plants and animals. He used to travel the world searching for weird and exotic things. So what he spotted on that black and white morning must have made his curly moustache twistier than ever. Abe spotted a troll girl, a trollette, doing her laundry in the open mouth of a huge sewer pipe and having a good old sing-song to herself. You guessed it. That troll girl was my great-great-great-granny, Rigurkita Glump, and before anyone could scream, No, wait, Abe, she's hideous, the two of them fell madly in love, ran off and got married in a proper slob-chopsy troll ceremony down in the sewers under Brighton High Street. Don't panic! The rest of the story isn't all cross and lovidocious, I promise. Fast forward a hundred years and here I am, 
Frankie Bannister, the newest member of the bunch. You can imagine our family tree is a crazy one. It's dotted with trolls and humans and harpies, with the occasional witch and puddle nymph thrown into the mix. My uncle Stotger is a bogran. My dad, Porgius, is what's known as a halfling. And my mum, Rani, is completely human, so that makes me a quarterling, I suppose. I know that I'm 136th troll. You probably wouldn't notice, but I wasn't fully human at first glance. My hair is always messy and it hides my pointy ears most of the time. So the only thing that really gives it away is the color of my eyes. Just like dad and all my other relatives going back up the family tree to Granny Rigurgita, mine are copper colored, like shiny pennies. It's the first sign of having troll blood. Anyway. I really want to tell you all about where I live. 100 years after my great-great-great-grandparents built it, my family still live and work in the Nothing to See Here Hotel. It's the best secret holiday destination for magical creatures in the whole of England. You weren't expecting that, were you? Poor old granddad Abraham popped his clogs years and years before I was even born. But Granny Rigurgita is still about. Trolls live hundreds of years longer than people. My granny calls herself the manager of the hotel, but she hardly ever leaves her bed. So me, mum and dad do all the hard work. Every day we run around like human bumper cars trying to keep a bunch of magical creatures from wrecking the place. Weird is normal to the Bannister family. Are you starting to believe me? Ha! I thought you might. I could spend hours and hours telling you about the hotel and describing what it looks like, but you'd probably get super bored and throw this book across your bedroom screaming, I hate Frankie Bannister. So here's a map instead. Maps are way more fun and you'll find out loads more later in the story. Anna, can you see this big map? Can you read some of the names of the rooms? Granny's room, Harpiety, Nancy's room, Observer's Sky Door. And more small rooms. Spooky tanks, rooms, my room, my spa, hotel, reception, library, kitchen, prosperity. Conservatory. I know what you're thinking. How can the hotel be that much of a secret if it's so massive? Anyone with half a brain would spot something strange going on in seconds if they walked past. But that's where the little bit of troll magic comes in. You see, 
the front of the hotel looks like just any other you might find by the seaside that's the only part that human eyes can see so no one suspects a thing the rest of the hotel is enchanted by granny the gurgita and is completely invisible the only time there's ever the clue that a huge magical hotel is standing in plain sight at the end of the brightened seafront is when a seagull flies into one of the invisible towers it's pretty funny if someone was looking hard enough they might spot a seagull come swallowing over all over the town heading for the sea and well the poor bird poor bird stops in mid air then scoffs off in a twirl of feathers looking more confused than a T-Rex in a tutu but no one ever notices all the people that come and go along the seafront are way too busy buying ice creams and splashing about to pay any attention to surprise seagulls that's how the hotel has managed to stay secret ever since Abe and Zigogita opened it all those years ago we also use a couple of crafty tricks to stop any human tourists from wandering in by mistake First of all, the visible part of the hotel is never kept is always kept shabby and old looking. The windows never get washed and the outside hasn't had a lick of paint since the place was first built. Then there's a spell on the front steps that fills the noses of any non-magical person who stands on them with their most hated smell in the world. It's brilliant. Let's imagine that the smell of dog poo is the worst thing you can imagine. If you put even one little toe on our front steps, your nostrils would instantly be full of the strongest stink ever. Ha! Humans soon think twice before ringing our doorbell. As if that wasn't enough, mum and dad's final trick is to pretend to be angry guests of the hotel. They call the local newspapers once a week and rant about how horrible and dirty the rooms are or how disgusting the food is and put rubbish reviews up online dad is so proud of our zero star reviews that he frames them they are all hanging about the reception about the reception desk what does it say anna disgust there was a fire in my soup the worst hotel ever So here we are on page 18. You've read this far, so by now you must believe me. You're probably thinking that to be a human kid living in an invisible hotel with magical creatures must be brilliant. I suppose I can see why. Things can be downright crazy around here, which is fun. But it's all fairy wishes and sparkly crowns and stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love my weird home and being part troll is pretty great but it's easy to forget all of that when you have been helping mum clean up after Mr Vernon the stink demon has been to stay for the weekend anyway i'm getting sidetracked the really exciting stuff started on the night of the huge storm i was climbing the 399 steps to granny the gurgitas tower bedroom and things at the hotel were about to get interesting end of chapter 2 we will do chapter 3 tomorrow good night